You talk about getting swagger. I, I mean, I talk, I talked to somebody in the organization that said, listen, these two, we we haven't had swagger like this on this defense yeah, they're, they're, in a long time. It's the future. Down in distance. WGNRadio.com. Oh, the near side intercepted. Right off of his chest. Picked off by Pernell McPhee. Throws again, and it's intercepted at the 45-yard line. Tracy Porter. You want to say a little bit more swagger on that they, that they are bringing? Um, you know, those guys bring a little bit more savvy as well. So, I mean, overall competition that they bring as well to pick up the defense is, is outstanding. I mean, I like having those guys in the front. Down the distance, Jared Payton, Sean Davis here with John Moon Mullen sitting in with us talking some Bears football. Let's get into the uh, positives and negatives of this camp coming up next Wednesday. What you got? Let's talk about it. Let's dive right into it. What's the positive What, what bothers you the most or the, what intrigues you the most? The temperature. Is it going to be really hot? <laughs> my, my memories of training camp over the years is that bead of sweat that goes right down the small of your back. Like, yeah. Oh, yuck. No. That's, uh, but no. What are you looking for? Are there any battles in particular? I want to see Cody White here. I want to see what he is in, in, inside because that is part of what will make everybody else better. Again, that's, uh, I want to see Leonard Floyd. I want to see what Leonard Floyd does against... Again, Bobby Massey would be playing tackles. They're going to probably have him. They mix and match with the pass pro drills. Well, it's not always guard against defensive tackles. No. You know, the guard, you know, Kyle Long will be going against Leonard Floyd. Good luck with that, son. So, what should so, we really expect I, I, from Leonard Floyd? I, well, I don't know. I, I we see, don't want to get I, out I of our skis here. Right? You know, they made such a deal out of the weight. I yeah. Think, wow, there's been. <laughs> Look at Charles Haley played yeah. at two forty five pretty well. I there think, are a lot of people wanting Alden Smith, right? But there's no Justin Smith on the interior for the Bears what? that I see. Well, right? No, no but, Navarro Bowman, no Patrick Willis at that linebacking core. So it's a totally different structure. We did pick up but, some good linebackers. I, that's, I think that's that's the key, though. Freeman and Trevathan are good. I I really Danny Trevathan and Jarrell Freeman. See, I'm not just a guy that the first thing when I see a guy or he comes to a, a, a team that I like, the first thing I do, especially in football, I go to their film and I sit and watch game film of them just to see what they're all about before I read anything. And you could tell when you turn on game film if somebody's a football player or mm-hmm. not. You turn on the film of these two guys, and I'm not just talking about their highlight film. You talk them watching full games. These Danny Trevathan is impressive. Danny Trevathan is a – that dude is – and I was I think I was more taken back because I actually watched him. I didn't really know too much about Jarrell Freeman until I turned on his tape. You talk about getting swagger. And physical. I, I mean, I, talk, I talked to somebody in the organization that said, listen, these two, we, we haven't had swagger like this on this defense – yeah, they're, they're, in a long time. There's some interesting character. Again, to, to your point, Sean, I mean, what are we looking for at camp? I want to see these guys on the, when the pads are on. Okay. Because that's when, that's when the line, you know, training camp, or many camps are flex flag football. Right. Um, I mean, not entirely, not to dismiss it, but I want to see Floyd going against Bobby Kyle Massey, Long or Kyle Bobby Long. Massey. Yeah. I want to see him going against an, an NFL tackle, NFL lineman. When he's got to get to the, the tackling dummy, and and, he, and that guy is saying, "Oh no, you're not." So those kind of battles to me, or getting back to your your thing with with Trevathan, I want to see these linebackers 
fills and how they, you know, when, when they go live with, again, in scrimmages, yeah. um, everything but the tackling is, is pretty live. So I want to see how good they are because all these guys come from good programs. Yeah. And as you say, they are players. Again, it wasn't part of Ryan Pace's plan, but think of where these guys came from. Freeman, Indy. Indy. Playoffs. Trevathan, Denver. Super, Super Bowl. Bowl. Uh, Bobby Massey, Ted Larson, the offensive line, Arizona with, with Bruce Arians. All these guys are coming from. They're used to a, a Keen Hicks. Hicks. I was just New I, England and New yeah. Orleans. He was a winner with the, with the Saints. All these guys again. You're not drafting them because of who they played for, because they, and they may not have been the linchpin guys. Although I think Trevathan led the Broncos in tackles the last couple of years. But they're guys who are accustomed to winning, and I think they're also guys. Again, this is an intangible. But haven't we seen over the years a guy, when he gets the big contract, some guys take their foot off the gas. Oh, yeah. Other guys say, I'm going to prove it. I'm going to prove I'm worth that. And that's what I sense out of a guy like Daniel Trevathan. This guy's going to be a little maniac out in the, in the field. And just to answer, Sean, your question about you know just what we can expect from Leonard Floyd. It, I think I, a lot of fans, as I said before, they see Vic Fangio. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They see the body type. Yeah. And they say, can he be Alden Smith? It's and are we getting? You say, our, and do you have worse Justin? Yeah, yeah. 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 I, are I, we getting I, our, out over our skis a little bit too much to say? You know perfect. what? Let's let's temper our expectations for this kid and let him this develop is, and is, grow. This is perfect for where I wanted to go because this is like this is the area where I wanted to go. To answer your question, it's going to be what we're going to get out of out of Leonard Floyd is going to be we'll, we'll get shadows of what he probably is can be. Are there going to be times where we're going to watch games and we're going to see him get blown off the ball and push back? Yes, There's, there is definitely going to be those times. Are we going to see the times where he gets around the edge because of that speed and he's able to get there and not get the yeah. sack? It'll yeah, happen. we're going to see that. So basically it's going to be, he's, it's going to be packages. He's going to be in different packages and trying to figure out sub-packages to put him in where he can be successful on certain plays, and it's not going to be an every-down thing. I think on the other side, on the flip side, it's all about, yeah, he doesn't have he doesn't have maybe what, yeah, you're talking about interior on the line, what those guys in, in San Fran had and what, what we saw, but when you have a guy, and we know where this goes on the other side, a guy – if he's healthy, if he's healthy, that changes up the game for him as much as we talk about Alshon Jeffrey having Kevin White. Because if you can have those two guys, we know when he's healthy, what he brings to the table. And he, this Bears defense last year was totally different when McPhee was healthy. Mm-hmm. And when he was healthy, not just on the field. I don't want to just say on the field. When he was healthy, you saw it was like, you called me during games, like wow. Like this, this, this dude said exactly what he said in his press conference. Yeah. That's what he's about on the football well, field. Remember, I just told one of the funniest one-word answers. Uh, Violent. Yeah. How would you describe, describe your game? And it wasn't even real malevolence. Yeah. Violent. I, I had the flashback to Mr. T in, in Rocky Three. What do you predict for the fight? Pain. Hey, right? <laughs> it's like, but it, again, it was, that was just him. And I think he's one of the more in, intriguing, fun guys to be around. But he, as you said, Jared, he, when he was on the field, everybody, it, it, it was one of those guys, you think back to the birds and the magics or in other sports, who made everybody else better. Yeah. And I think that's what Pernell McPhee Healthy will do. And what a role model for a guy like Leonard Foyt, like Jonathan Bullard coming in to guess, oh. come from good programs. 
but you're got <laughs> you're going against Kyle Long, and you've got Pernell McPhee waiting for his rep. You better not take take your foot off the gas, son. And I think the the chemistry within this group you've got Danny Trevathan, guys, a Super Bowl ring. I don't think the standards that these guys are coming into, I think, is really important. And again, pulling the camera back for a bigger picture, maybe even for Chicago in general, I think the expectations have been raised. When you hire John Fox, when you hire Joe Madden, you know, not not leaving some other teams aside, but all of a sudden the expectation we didn't we're not just treading water. We're not okay to be. We're not just okay with being competitive. Remember that word in Chicago? Yeah. I mean, I, I'm sick of competitive. So when they, you bring in guys like that, and then you they bring in guys from their programs, like from Denver, I, I, the overall, I think the chemistry you, you will be a part of that, which is going to bring these young guys along. You're going to learn how it's done rep by rep at, at, in training camp. You threw a name out there. Everybody talks about Leonard Floyd. That's the first rounder. But Actually, this guy, oh, JP, oh. has been talking about Bullard. Bullard. <laughs> from weeks before the draft. Like, if the Bears can get this kid. Yeah, How intrigued, because he might actually outplay because of his build. He might actually he start, put out four and produce more than he, Leonard he Floyd may start early ahead. on. Yeah. Yeah. He may be one of those guys that starts sooner. I mean, Mitch Unrime is maybe, I think, one of the good utility guys and, and can do everything short of, you know, well, including lead blocker in the backfield. <laughs> talking about fullback. Um, but Bullard, they love, you know, he's got some size, he's got length. He's not just a big body. And if you think about some of the three fours in particular that have really worked, and because they're really almost hybrids anymore, because any sub package yeah, you're in a four it's three, crazy. But if you think about teams like Seattle that ran when I mean their their front and Denver being in a Super Bowl together, Denver's playing basically a three four, and Seattle's playing a four three with the same kind of guy. They got a couple of jumbos, mm-hmm. and then they got a Bullard and a Von Miller. They, they got some speed guys, so the Bears have that kind of mix, which is going to let Bullard play. He doesn't have to be. A three twenty, you know, Akeem Hicks or, oh. or Eddie Goldman, they can really have a guy who's not freelancing at all. But there's a kid with with some pass rush ability and some size. So now you have a blend of these, you know, kind of Ted Washington, Keith Trailer types. They're not going to run on these guys, Bullard and Floyd and Pernell McPhee. I think the mix is just exactly what it was with some of those really really good defenses. Allow me to insert the wide eyed emoji right here. Why? When we talk about the defensive backfield, because <laughs> oh, the front seven, I'm okay. I'm pretty good with this front seven. Can I ask him one question before we go there? Go right ahead. Because I think that you're starting to see that they're really building. They're trying to build this from from front to as they should to back, mm-hmm. which you, I think should. which you have to right. So before I just want to ask him one question about one guy because it's been word out there, and I think that he could be a guy that maybe takes that next step. And we were talking about interior guys. Eddie Goldman, he talks about that he wants to be that guy, the force to be reckoned with, and has a different type of mentality coming into this season. Does he have – does he take that next step? Do you see him being able to take that next step this season? He he was, I think, the – I have to think for a second. You know, Adrian Amos got a lot of pub for starting all 16 games. I thought thought the gem of the draft was Eddie Goldman. Yeah. I mean – Gressu may may work out, and Jeremy Langford may be a starter. But the guy who, to me, you dropped in and you got an NFL got kid had four and a half sacks as a nose tackle at three thirty five. I mean, if you think about where he began, he came into camp so out of shape he really couldn't do some of the yeah, stuff. Yeah. He, it's almost like the day 
um, if you couldn't do well in the conditioning drills in high school, you started out with one of the old helmets. You had to earn it. And Eddie was starting with the old helmet, I think. No, I'm kidding. But, you know, he went from there to being a force. And, and the interesting I think I don't I think he will take another step because of the way he is. Again, you just spend a little time around, not a lot of personal time, but you can just tell how kids talk about it. Again, they're all kids. You're old like me. Everybody's a kid. Um, Eddie Goldman, God, he needs to be burped. He's so young. Um, but with Jay Rogers and the kind of line chemistry there is, I, I think he got a whiff of what he can be. And I think Eddie Goldman is a star. And, and I don't know that it'll be a Vince Woolfork or a Casey Hampton. You know, when you think about nose tackles, really the gems. Was well, you remember draft. this night we watched the Florida State Auburn National yes. Championship Listen, game I, you, I, together. What what is up and with you two? We I'm were like, literally JP and I were literally upset because Eddie Goldman made just about every big time play that was needed mm-hmm. for that defense in so, that game. But on that last drive when Auburn scored, he took himself out and we yeah. both said, You have to uh, be in this yeah, game. Yeah. And lo and behold, coming into campus rookie year, what's his problem? Conditioning. Yeah. We and talked once he's yeah. figured that out. You well, start to see yeah. the flash. And, and just, to, uh, just to throw in an Eddie Gold, a side Eddie Goldman thought, I, I thought one of the most impressive performances in a college, a big college game was when Florida State played Oregon. And the guy that handled him was Hironis Grassou. Yeah. So that, even that's kind of in there. Yeah. But to your point, I think, you know, a guy that's with the quickness of Grassou might give Eddie Goldman an out-of-shape Eddie more of a problem. But, you know, they're, they're ex- I won't say experimenting, but He's with tr- their coaching, they're trying to find, what's your best weight? Is it? 320 is yeah. a 340 what what really works for you and i when you start is when a young player like that is really getting i think he's only 20 he just turned 21 right. so when, when you come in with that commitment to becoming you're fine-tuning you don't just he's three you know with 335 he learned he couldn't just push kyle long around mm-hmm. in practice or anybody he played against i think he got better and better and better like i said the sacks can be exaggerated as a stat but four and a half sacks from mm-hmm. nose tackle was pretty good for, yeah, yes. I think he was fourth it's, among rookies in sacks last year. That's a tough. And the more talent he gets around him, it's, it's only that make only him helps. But absolutely, let's, let's go back to what Moon was talking about. Not only bringing in guys from from you know different organizations that had success, you're drafting guys from programs of success. Mm-hmm. I mean, Florida State, Grasso. We're hoping that he can kind of turn things around this year, but. Oregon, where he had a chance. I mean, successful programs. Yeah, he and Kyle so Long, because these are guys who are used to winning. Yeah, so you're bringing in a mentality that changes. It, it's kind of changing things a little bit. So I, I definitely got to get to that. Okay, go ahead, Sean. It's your, it's your turn to bring up. Well, I already sent the text out. <laughs> what is it's the, the wide-eyed emoji. It's out there on this podcast right now. I'm going to let you guys have at it. This defensive backfield, is that's what we're looking well, at right now. I think everybody's going to come down to Bourbon A expecting the worst. Well, I, and you know, hoping you know, for the best. I think you. I hate to say, I'm not hate to say. I mean, that's objective assessment. Um, I don't think Kyle Fuller impressed anybody last year. I think the best thing that happened to Kyle Fuller was Antrell Roll kind of getting into him about he wasn't studying or hitting the books the way he should have or whatever. I mean, and I think Fuller pulled himself up a little bit, but not to where you expect a number one draft choice, yeah. a shutdown corner to be. And they re-signed Tracy Porter. Terrific. I mean, under consideration, should have been a Pro Bowl alternate anyway. Mm-hmm. And also another character guy back there who I think makes Kyle Fuller, shows him more about being a professional. It was Bryce Callahan pretty good for you last year in this slot? 
Yeah, but again, that's almost Nickel. like the found money. And he actually he, was terrific in camp. Yeah, I mean, one they, of those guys that I was told privately was, this, you know, a couple of guys. Bryce Callen was like, "Whoa, this kid's really worked in the off season." If you if he turns out to be your nickel corner, whoa! That, there again, that's found money. I won't call it lucky because somebody had did some good scouting. That would be a terrific. I mean, he he played well enough to get playing time last year, and that made well enough to probably be the number one cor- nickel corner going into camp. Let me just tell you this: Sports Illustrated named Bryce Callahan coming into this season the seventh best nickel back in the NFL. That's pretty good. You're talking about a, a gem. That's pretty good. That that right there is. I think they heard it first on our podcast, though. Hey, they just put that you know, out there. Didn't I'm they? just I'm just trying to. Kyle Fuller is 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 the guy that's going to be under the microscope. Mm-hmm. Why? Because this regime didn't bring him in. So not you. That's what you have. That's what you're dealing with now. You're dealing with a guy that's a little bit different in Ryan Pace and how he looks at how he values guys that he has on this squad. And when you're not one of his guys, not mean that you can't be one of his guys, but you, I feel like you have to work. To say, listen, I should be here, mm-hmm. and this is why this is why they drafted me in the first round, and I, I need to be here. And I I think over the last season you saw him, you know, get better after how the season started, but he's still not that guy that you can say, yeah, we're going to put him on your number one, mm-hmm. and we're going to feel good about it. That you know what, and I and I, and I don't want to put that too much on him. To say because I don't think there's a lot of guys in the NFL that are locked down corners. Well, and, and I don't think that's a, a and, true and, thing. That's anymore. almost like superstars and, in the NBA. Well, and yeah, one of them, it's and like, one between. of them just retired and yeah. one of the best ever. Yeah, and peanut. I mean, there's not a lot of guys that you can say, oh, they are locked down corners. Well, but for a guy that you can feel like, listen, he's going up against their number one, and we'll be okay on this side of the field. And we got to be able to put him on Stephon Diggs and let him go. Yeah, and not worry about him or pick him and just name in somebody or Jordy Nelson or whomever, and be and, and be okay with this. Insert we they, you can't limit the have a, a, a deficiency limiting your playbook. You know, and and that's what you know. What Fangio, I, I think one of the best things that that Kyle Fuller has going for him is Ed Donatel. Again, yeah. a, co- a coach with a history of success, mm-hmm. as well as well as playing alongside of Tracy Porter, who I think all of a sudden, if you think about it, he's the old man back there. I mean, it's here's crazy. Adrian Amos, who's what he's eleven or twelve, <laughs> and you know they drafted uh, Dion Bush. I mean, Harold Jones Cordy was like again almost in that Bryce Callahan thing. Wow, we got this guy; he can play so, somewhere. You mentioned Deion Bush. We got the three Deons in this draft. I know, right? Hall, Houston, and then De- DeAndre, 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 and Deion. Yeah, Houston. Which Carson. one? Which one are you looking to to see the most? Like from watching film and what you've heard about them. Which one of those three are you looking? Well, we're to sitting say? here with a cane. What do you think the answer to that one? Oh, gonna be? he's gonna. We already know he's <laughs> who he's gonna say. Yeah, Bush. And but I also think back to your bigger picture about he's not Kyle Fuller's not their guy. You know, they get Houston Carson and. Deion Bush and DeAndre uh, Hall, some, yeah. Pardon me? Yeah, I was just saying yeah, DeAndre the, Hall, DeAndre oh, yeah, Houston. Hall. It's like they didn't draft all these guys just to play special teams. Right. There's going to be some competition which, which will push Kyle Fuller. Yeah. I mean, nobody's wedded to – you know, no jobs are assured. The only guy of theirs is, is Adrian Amos who played well enough. Yeah, he played was he well solid for, or did you see flashes to say he could be – Pro Bowl. Yeah, you know, it's funny. We we, we kind of grade on a curve. Like, if, if, I think most of last year you'd find yourself saying, wow, I gotta, for a fifth-round pick, he's good. Well, now you have to take that for a fifth-round pick away. 
is he a good NFL safety? Yeah. You can't say, wow, he's great. for a fifth rounder, he's great. Well, that's not, you can't live with that. He's got to be not Ronnie Lott, but you'd like to have him look as in, like an NFL safety. Are these guys going to look better because of what's in front of them now? I think so. I definitely I, – Because I, the linebacking core, let's just admit, for the last two or three years has been very young. Yeah, mm-hmm. raw, in- inexperienced, inexperienced. Yeah, yeah. Even as you know, the, the Christian Jones and Shea McClellan, uh, we're just too inexperienced. The guys have got in front of them. They may not have played together, Freeman and, and Trevathan. But you think Danny Trevathan is going to be a safety's best friend with you know understanding scheme and and where these guys come from? I, it, as you said, Sean, I think that what's be what's in front of them, both physically and mentally is going to be a faith in his wonderful and pass coverage oh pass i mean what do you need him to do whatever you need him to do that and that's why i think what this this defense is it calls for your linebackers to be able to do which i mean let's let's be real i mean we're not bagging on anybody but that's where shea mcclellan was a liability mm-hmm where just a he, guy. He, just a guy. A C minus player. And it's Christian not Jones, it, it, C minus player. Yeah, it's it was it was you saw it time after time in pass coverage where he was getting beat, and that's a in that position you need more athletic linebackers to be able to go up against and beat to do whatever they need to they're asked to do on defense. So it's it's just it's a change for me, but yes. That you needed to see get to the quarterback. If you can get to the quarterback, you can pressure the quarterback. You can pressure the quarterback to throw a bad ball, which could cause an interception mm-hmm. or get off the field faster. It puts less pressure on you to have to be perfect and out on an mm-hmm. island when you're either covering guys out there. It definitely makes a difference. Vic Fangio, known for multiple defenses in San Francisco, right? Yeah. So going into this training camp with the added talent, what are you guys looking for as far as the evolution of the Chicago Bears defense? Because it's been pretty basic. Basic because of four years. Because Vic Fangio really hasn't been able to do some of the things he likes to do because of the talent deficiency. You know, it's funny. I think some of what will change we may not get to see because he is so delightfully blunt, almost humorously blunt when you ask a question, even in open court. Um, what we don't get to hear are some of the things he'd be saying in those film sessions about which will get guys better um the the overall and maybe i think we may have seen a little bit of this in minicamp uh many in the the otas and so forth what i'm going to be looking for will be in kind of again a little bit of an intangible all during the minicamps the defense was chirping hmm. they were they were very given you know a little, little smack and i think the offense well i don't think the offensive guys were a little irritated shut up you know this is many I, I like in a way you like to see that it was friendly but you're talking about you know swagger, and I think you're going to see Freeman you're, and, and Trevathan. I got a ring. You guys, you got, how's your ring looking? You know, not that he's that kind of guy, but I think there's going to be a, a chemistry that'll feed where guys will feed on each other, each other's energy, not on each other. But you know that Eddie Goldman will will see what Akeem hit. You know, there's a veteran presence here. He can learn from this guy, and that's going to make him better. And Leonard Floyd is going to see what Pernell McPhee does. They're not the same body type, but mm-hmm. wow, I want to see Pernell, how do you, what's your move? What do you do? That sort of thing is going to push everybody to get better. Again, if they're already talking smack in minicamp, I can't wait to the past. They can impart on. a competitive fire oh, yeah. and a swagger that hasn't been here. I, yeah. I think you're going to, what we're going to be able to see, which is going to be different with this defense as you start to get athletes in certain positions, better athletes in positions that you can take advantage of. 
um, we're going to see a defense that flies around. And it's it's going to be a, it, that's what's going to be different for faster. me. They got a lot faster. Well, it's funny to see, which is hard to judge sometimes at mini camps because everybody looks fast. Yeah. you know it's flag football. Yeah. Well, but if you see them over the years, I mean, if I compare what I saw this year to what I've seen the last several, whoa! I mean, I'm watching Leonard Floyd, and so offensive linemen couldn't get to him. I mean, he was gone so fast. And this is a kid who yet doesn't quite. He's still learning. They're going to mold. Still thinking. They're going to mold him. Yeah, 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 he's, that, still, that he's still the, thinking about where he has to yeah. go, and he's, and he's he, you know, guys can't cut him off. You yeah. like seeing that? There's something. The a guy who's close to him that I know says looked at me straight in the eye and said, "He's just at the beginning, but he's a football player. Like he loves football." Mm-hmm. And when I hear that, I go, "Oh." I know what that means. I know that means he's he's a student and he's going to learn mm-hmm. as much as possible. It comes across. JP, he said, JP, the way that he can get his body in certain positions and keep speed is, he said. Hearing you guys yeah. talk about Leonard Floyd today, because I made the, the same assumption that everybody mm-hmm. else made connecting him to Alden Smith. But the fact that he played outside and inside at Georgia. Yeah. He's very yeah, he, comparable. He was part of the three, it was a three technique at yeah. one point. He's very comparable. He's a smurf. Yeah. Very comparable to somebody else that plays in this division that we see moved all over the field. Oh, uh, uh, Clay, Clay Matthews. Matthews. Clay Matthews. Clay Matthews. Yeah. yeah. Inside and, and there's a guy who plays at 245. Yeah. 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 No, I, so, it's a smaller frame. And he played on the four. <laughs> he played for Pete Carroll on the defensive line Yeah, at USC. So you start to see that type of comparable, mm-hmm. the way he's used and the talent that he has. I'm not saying he's going to be Clay Matthews, I'm, I'm, I'm not, but 